You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 136, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs> Cassandra Von Worsley with you here, episode number 136. You know, I was originally going to call this episode, Are You Walking or Running? But then I was lifting weights this morning and a totally different title, although it is a related topic, came to my intuition. And so that's why today's episode is called, Is Patience Necessary? I think this is a very important topic in entrepreneurship and business that we do not talk about a lot because there are these two schools of thought. There's the school of thought that says, um, patience is, is important in business. I mean, you've heard Gary V talk about it. You, you've heard a lot of the, the top of the top in an online business, at least really talk about this idea that the ability to be patient, the ability to grind and do the work day after day, uh, post your YouTube videos, even if you're not getting many views and to do it day after day, week after week, month after month and year after year, that the ability to have that kind of, you know, Brian Tracy in his book, I have his book on my desk, no excuses. Brian Tracy refers to this as courageous patience. And so on the, on the one hand, you've got this camp of leaders and very, very successful people who talk about this idea of courageous patience, of being patient, of doing the work, of paying your dues. And then on the other hand, you've got this, this camp that says, um, you know, waiting, it, waiting is not helpful. Like if you're going to wait until you're ready, you'll be ready, waiting forever. That life is very short, that you've got to jump on things now, that you have to go after things now, that you have to make, you, you know, let me just go to Pinterest for a second because you know I'm a Pinterest addict, number one, and you know I, I love quotes from Pinterest. There is a quote from Alpha. Let me read it to you that says, stop waiting. The days have sped up. You're running out of time. To wait is a fast and empty exit from this world. Don't wait for approval. Don't wait for motivation. Don't wait for the right time. Don't wait for your heart and your head to sink. Don't wait on the one who makes you wait. Above all, don't wait on making the dreams embedded in your soul come alive. There's no seconds to spare. Blink your eyes and tomorrow will be here. Stop waiting. And that is a very powerful, powerful reality. And, and here's where this episode comes from. For years, I've struggled with the concept and, and maybe you can relate for years. I've struggled with the concept of, um, not really waiting, but patience and, and believing falsely, I'll say my own experience and believing that building a successful business takes time, quote unquote, that there were many things that I needed to learn first, quote unquote, that I needed to, uh, pay my dues, quote unquote. And so what I want to talk about in today's episode is, is really diving into the question, is patience necessary? Because I think, so patience and waiting, oftentimes we, we equate them to being the same thing and not necessarily. I, I don't think patience is waiting or waiting is patience, but far too often when we talk about <clears throat> patience, especially in business, especially as entrepreneurs, 
what it winds up being and what it winds up looking like in our business lives is actually waiting. When patience does not mean you stand still, patience does not mean you're not taking daily massive action. And at the same time, see, here's the struggle. At the same time, I think we define patience in such screwy ways that the quest for patience actually sets us further back in business because we're not acting as if this could happen fast. We're, we're really settled on the idea that building a business is going to take a long time. Part of that is the stats and the quotes and the things that you read. And, you know, I agree with everyone who says there's no such thing as an overnight success. There isn't. However, one of the reasons why I was going to call this episode, are you walking or running is because I, I really want us to think about every single day when I'm working on my business and in my business, am I walking in terms of the the way in which I'm taking action or am I running? And here's the thing. A lot of people are doing less than their best and giving less than 100% every single day to their business because they are buying into this idea of it's going to take a long time. Uh, It's going to take three years. I, you know, I have to learn a lot before I can build anything. I need a website before I can sell something. I need, you know, to take this course and that course. And I need to learn Facebook ads and I need to learn. Lots of people are doing what they think is educating and training themselves and being quote unquote patient when really what they're doing is procrastinating. And here's the way you know whether or not you're in the camp of procrastination, which you're calling patience, which is actually waiting, which will waste your entire life, right? Here, Here's the litmus test of whether or not you're doing that. If I were to say to you today that if you hustled massively for the next four weeks, your business guaranteed at the, after the next four weeks of massively hustling in your business, that after the next four weeks, your business would be at $350,000 in revenue. Or if you're already at that point, 690,000 in revenue. If you're already at that point, if I said to you in less than four weeks of massive hustling, of running in your business, of putting everything you've got into it every single moment of every single day for the next four weeks. If I said to you, you would clear a million dollars. What would be the difference in your level of investment and action today? I guarantee you 95% of people would be working entirely different today if in four weeks that money was guaranteed. And that's why I was going to call this episode, are you walking and run or running? Because at the end of the day, you really want to get clear with yourself. Am I operating my business from a place of whole mind and present action? When I say whole mind and present action, you've heard me say this. If you've listened to a number of these episodes, whole mind and present action means everything you've got, everything, a hundred percent on fire, doing it, giving your best, you know, not stopping when you're not in the mood, not stopping even when you're tired, like doing the work. Are you doing that consistently, persistently over time? Or are you the entrepreneur who needs a guarantee of success before your whole self shows up for the journey? See, this this is a a get real moment that we're going to have right now. Because unless and until your whole self is in your business 
every single day on fire, connecting, giving of yourself, delivering unstoppable value, knowing what you're worth, knowing what you can produce in a very short period of time, unless you're actually doing that consistently. That's the reason why it's taking a long time. And listen, I'm talking to myself here as well. It's taken me years to really understand that I was dealing with a limited belief that on the surface seemed pretty noble, right? For somebody who is a lifelong learner, for somebody who uh, has gone through higher education, it seems pretty noble when you say, listen, you, you have to go through the steps. You have to, you, you know, you have to crawl before you can walk and you have to walk before you can run. Those of us who have been through college and grad school and other things, we have been trained to believe that crap, and when I tell you it's crap, you're talking to a former professor, an academic, who is going to tell you right now, that is bullshit. It's bullshit to say that, you know what? No, no, I have to go through the steps. I have to go through the paces. I have to take step one, two. You know, I have to go through grades one, two, three, four, five. I'll give you a prime example why that's not true. When I was... um my mother taught me how to read really early. I think I learned how to read probably about three. And my mother started me in kindergarten a year early. And when I got to first grade, I literally, and I went to Catholic school. I was raised Catholic. Um, I literally read everything in my English slash reading class in first grade. I read it in the first I think it was a couple of weeks of school, every book, every reading, everything that was required for the whole year. And the sister principal, the nun, she called my mother into the office and she said, she basically was like, Cassandra's read everything for the entire first grade year. Maybe you should consider her skipping a grade or going to, she's, she's read everything. I don't, I don't really know what to say. And, and my mother's wisdom. She kept me in the grade that I was in, A, because I was already a year younger than everybody else. And B, it just didn't make sense. I mean, I was great at reading in English, loved to write always. Math, not so much. So there were there were other things around that. However, even back then, my inner being understood that things did not have to go in order, that it wasn't a matter of following the steps and doing it A, B, C, D. You know, I'm a big, I'm a sprinter. And I, I used to really apologize for that. I am a, you know, some people are marathoners by nature and some people are sprinters and I am a freaking sprinter, which basically means I like to learn fast. I like to learn hard, heavy, quickly. I, you know, if I'm going to read an audible book, I just want to get that sucker done in two days. I don't want to sit and do an hour a day. I am not built for, um, a drip method, if that makes sense. If you know email marketing and sales funnels, you understand what I mean by the drip method. I am not a drip kind of person. I am a zero, 100, all or nothing, like all in or not at all, either completely living, eating clean and lifting weights and working out two hours a day or not lifting and not eating clean and having Twinkies and Rice Krispies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm built that way. And for years, I struggled with that. For years, I tried to make myself... Uh, you know, one of those more moderate, like type B, um, middle of the road, balance type of people, because for decades, the world has talked about, well, we all need balance. A, I don't believe in balance. I think it's a myth. And B, I'm not built like that. So 
Some people are, and they love it because they're built that way. I'm not built that way. I'm a sprinter, which means I usually go full, furious, fast until I get hit a stopping point where I'm like, okay, I need to rest and rejuvenate. Then I rest and rejuvenate for a little bit. Then I go full, furious, and fast. That's how I'm built. And I say all of that to say, if you're built that way too, stop apologizing for that. Stop trying to find balance. Stop trying to make yourself, which like just own. There, There's power in being a sprinter. There's power in being a marathoner. And I don't know that there's middle ground between the two, but I've learned how to fit my sprintingness. That's a word I just made up. I've learned how to fit my sprintingness into my life in a way that allows me to stay the course and play the long game, even though the way that I play the long game is through sprinting. So I still, I still have had to learn how to, um, stay the course and really persist and play the long game. It is not natural to me to look at things that way. I like fast furious quick, but I do that playing the long game and being persistent through the lens and with the tactics of a sprinter. I don't do it with the tactics and the mentality of a marathoner. I hope that makes sense because I want you to own which one you are and know that you can still succeed and you can still play the long game and you can endure and you can be consistent and you can be persistent. Whether you are a zero 100 person like me or whether you are middle of the road kind of balanced, laid back kind of person. So either way, you can make it. But what I'm getting back to is there are lots of systems and methods of upbringing that have really sold us a bag of goods in terms of telling us that everything's got to follow a certain order and it's got to be a certain way. And, you know, we can't skip steps and uh, it's going to take the time and to be an expert, you know, that whole, okay. So that, that whole, and I've, I've taught this. So don't get me wrong when I, when I completely crush this concept, this whole idea of it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert. This has fooled a lot of people into feeling like they're imposters when they haven't calculated, tracked, and done 10,000 hours in their chosen discipline in order to be an expert. Let me debunk that myth for you right now. And, and, and that is the work of, oh my goodness, how did I, Erickson. Erickson did research. This is another academic who talked about deliberate practice. And I'm not t- saying that deliberate practice is not relevant. There's something to be said for practice and there's something to be said for developing and evolving and mastering your craft over time. What I'm learning the older I get is mastery happens over a lifetime. It doesn't happen over 10,000 hours. It doesn't happen over seven years. You're not going to document your way to mastery. It really is the evolution of you as an entire person. And once you know that, then you stop documenting whether or not you're at 10,000 hours and you start really putting your whole heart and soul into learning your craft and being your craft and enjoying the process and falling in love with the process, becoming great. And then it doesn't matter how long it takes. And then you don't care about mastery because you're living it. So let me, let me just say that, but this whole idea of, okay, I've got to follow the steps. This is stuff we learned from education and education really was built to, uh, this is not going to come out nice because for all of those of us who have degrees and multiple degrees, we may not like to hear this, but education was ma- meant to build uh, workers. Education was meant to teach you how to follow orders and to take instructions and to do what you're told and to 
think the way people want you to think and to do what people want you to do. And listen, I went to an undergraduate liberal arts college, Vassar College of Poughkeepsie, New York. I tell you, it, it was a pivotal time in my life, even though I was really displeased being there. And even though I didn't spend all four years there, I learned at Vassar how to be a woman who thinks for herself who owns her voice and speaks her truth. So I'm not going to tell you that all college education is created equal, but I'm going to tell you that overall, the point of college education, the point of education in general has been to create people who do what they're told, who follow orders, who falsely believe that there is, um, that there's an, a pecking order to greatness that you have to go through certain steps in order to rise. And here's how I'm going to debunk that whole line of bullshit. If that is actually true, why is Bill Gates Bill Gates? Why was Steve Jobs Steve Jobs? Why are most of the multimillionaires slash many of the billionaires not college educated? I'm just saying sit with it. Now, I would never trade my education for anything. There were things, there were morsels that I got in my education. When I say morsels, I'm being absolutely serious. There were bits, not gigantic globs. There were bits that I got in each part of my education that were necessary for for who I became as a result and the things that I accomplished and achieved. But can I talk to the entrepreneurs for a moment who feel like they're less than because they don't have an MBA, which I have, because they don't have a college degree. They feel like they can't play with the big boys in the board because they are not quote unquote educated. Let me speak to you for a second. You are as powerful as you choose to be. You are as intelligent as you decide to be. You are as expert as you own being has nothing to do with a degree. I'm not knocking all of us who got degrees. Don't get rustled if you have five degrees. I have two. Probably will have four or five by the time my life is done. I'm not knocking degrees. I'm just saying there are some screwy things we were taught through the educational process from K to post 12 that we need to undo and that have become limiting beliefs and that really hinder us as entrepreneurs, which is why when you see entrepreneurs who have a high school education and you see that they just blow through goals. They make millions and millions. And you're like, how is that possible? Because they didn't get inculcated. Man, I use that's an SAT word. They didn't get inculcated with the level of in order to be allowed to go to the next level, you must pass this first. They don't have that in their DNA. They weren't trained in that way. And so they blow past limits and they blow past goals because they had to figure out how to do it. There was nobody to tell them that, that it, it had to go a certain way. They made the way. They created the way. So why are we having this conversation in episode 136? Because I, I want you to really think about if the word patience and whether or not you're defining patience in a screwy way. Because I can tell you from my own experience, I've been defining patience in a really screwy way. Part of that is is being highly educated and secretly talented, right? Highly educated and secretly talented, which that's a whole other episode. I'm not going to touch that, but I just want you to sit with that for a second. How many people do you know who are highly educated and secretly talented, and they are downplaying their brilliance, hiding behind their education 
and not stepping up to the plate of their lives because they're scared to death that when they do, they still won't be enough. Sit with it. That's a whole other episode and I'm going to go there. Here's what I'm saying at the end of the day. A lot of us are, are, we're waiting to show up fully in our businesses. We're waiting to give everything that we have. We're sort of pacing ourselves in such a way that we do a little bit here and we do a little bit there. We do the average in our business because in our back of our minds, what we're saying is, well, it's going to take three to five years to get there anyway, right? So like the average business takes three years before it breaks even. I know the stats, okay? That's what the stat will tell you. It takes an average of three to five years to break even in a new business. I also know the stats that over half of the businesses that exist today will not be in existence in the next three to five years. We can quote the stats all day long. Here's my question. Are you, are you creating a business based on the statistics or are you creating a business based on who you know you are? And here's the reality. You might know that you're powerful and you might know that you're brilliant and you might know that you've got everything within you to be uh, a multimillionaire, to build an empire, But if you aren't working every single day with that kind of vigor, with like giving it, if you're not, here's a litmus test. If you're not working every single day in your business, like you're going to, you've got a guarantee at the end of the next four weeks of $600,000 in revenue. If you're not working like that every single day, okay, just, just, just accept mediocre. Just accept mediocre. And somebody needs to hear this because at the end of the day, I looked at myself and I said to myself, why am I telling myself this lie that it's going to take time? Why am I selling myself a bag of goods that, well, okay, I'm going to be on a two-year plan with my business and this is how I'm going to get to this figure or that figure in the next two years. Why don't we get to a place where we go, I've got 90 days to make this happen. 90 days. Not 120, not the next 12 months. You know, this whole starting on Monday thing with the, none of that. Like today, what am I, if I knew that I was clearing six figures in four weeks, how would I show up today and then show up that way today and show up that way tomorrow and keep doing it over and over and over again? You know, I love A Course in Miracles because of course, okay, here's, here's going to be a drop the mic moment. Get ready. A Course in Miracles says, infinite patience produces immediate results. And I just had a light bulb moment happen to me right now. I've talked about that quote for decades. Here is the new distinction that I just got around that whole thing. Infinite patience produces immediate results. When you let go of the demand that today's efforts produce fruit immediately tomorrow, on the one hand, you let go of the demand of that. And on the other hand, you work today like for sure you're going to hit six figures in the next four weeks when you do both, right? Like you, you, you stop demanding. Okay. In order for me to work hard, in order for me to give everything I've got, this business has got to produce something today and tomorrow. Like for me to show up, it's got to do this. You let go of that demand. And on the other hand, you give everything you've got every single day in your business. Like, you know, you're clearing $600,000 in four weeks. When you do both of those things, it means one, you're not telling life, okay, show me and I'll go. 
You're not saying to the universe, listen, I'm not going to show up till you do. So pr- produce for me and then I'll, you're not demanding stuff from the universe on the one hand. And on the other hand, you're just acting like your success is guaranteed. You're just showing up so, so powerfully every single day. You're, you're not even thinking about the 600,004 weeks you're now because you, you're like, it's done. It's done. And that's why it shows up quicker. And it's not that you're impatient as you do those things. You're actually not even thinking about the result anymore because you're so engrossed in being fully present to this moment and doing the work. You are running in your business. You are sprinting. You are on fire. The mere fact that you're on fire doing all you can do today is exciting enough. And that's why in A Course in Miracles, boom, I just had a moment. That's why infinite patience produces immediate results because when you're no longer all about the results, because you know that your success is guaranteed, when you're no longer believing that it's going to take you a long time, which means you're only doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that since it's going to take three years anyway, when you are all in, damn it, that's fun and exciting and powerful. You know, I just had a moment. I really, I just, I don't know if you had a moment. I had a moment. I just realized a whole new meaning to that infinite patience produces immediate results. It is about knowing that it doesn't have to take a long time and living in the truth that it could all happen very quickly, not demanding that it happens quickly, not needing it to happen quickly, because when you know that your success is guaranteed, the way you show up today looks differently and the way you persist looks differently and the way that you find clarity looks different. It is can you sit with that? So I want you to really ask yourself the question, am I walking or running in my business today? In other words, is my whole self showing up for this today? And the only way you're going to know if you're walking or running in your business today is for you to ask yourself the question, if I knew success in my business was guaranteed at the exact level that I desire in a very short period of time, how would I show up in my business today? What would I be doing today? What actions would I be taking? How deeply would I connect? You know, what would be the quality of the email I sent out? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you knew in four weeks you would clear $600,000, I'm telling you, it'd be a whole new you in your business today. It'd be a whole other, I mean, you would be on fire. You would be, you would not complain. You, you'd just be having, you would just be on fire. And here's the point of all of this. That's where we've got to get to consistently, persistently in our business. Here's my final point that I'm going to say. A lot of people are going to counter what I'm saying by saying, well, yeah, but you know, this whole hustle and grind thing, you don't want to burn yourself out. You don't want to, you know, your adrenal fatigue. I'm going to say this about adrenal fatigue. And listen, I'm somebody who for most of my adult life, uh, whether it was because of babies or it was because of business or education or a combination of all three, I probably on average have slept four to six hours a night on average, most of my adult life. Here's what I say to the people who are talking about adrenal fatigue and, and, you know, don't do hustle, don't do grind. I heard this quote this morning. You're not going to get out of your life alive. So play all in. Stop saving yourself for round two. There is no round two. There is no round two to this life. I've had my adrenals tested. I've had my um, thyroid, multiple things on thyroid tested. My thyroid is fine. My adrenals are great. Um, And on average, I sleep four to six hours. Even when I want to try to sleep in, my body does not 
really cooperate with me on doing that. And I'm not saying you have to be like me. There are some people I know who do absolutely need eight to nine hours of sleep a night, non-negotiable. Get it. However, your waking time, your time that you spend on your business, it better be whole mind and present action. It better be like, you know, in four weeks, you're clearing $600,000. It better be like you, you so fully are sold on you and what you can achieve in a very short period of time that you are moving, you are doing stuff, you are living, you are just, and you're so enthralled in the whole process that you're even forgetting the results that are going to happen in four weeks. You're not even thinking about that. You're just all in today. So that's the question I want you to ask. Am I walking or running in my business today? If I knew success in my business was guaranteed at the exact level I desire by the exact time I want to, I want it to be there. How would I show up in my business today? How would I show up differently? And then start showing up that way consistently, persistently over time, start showing up that way. That's the only way to guarantee your success. It really is. And at the end of the day, is patience necessary? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm still, I'm still kind of thinking about it, but here's what I'm going to say. So often we, we, we think we're talking about patience, but what we're actually talking about is waiting and they're not the same thing. Being patient means doing the work, no matter how long it takes. Being patient means I'm, I'm not leaving until I win. Being patient also means saying, it can, it, it, I mean, it can take as fast or as slow as I want it to. It all depends on me. It's all on me. So either I'm going to grind and do this thing and be all in this thing, or I'm going to talk about patience, but I'm really going to mean procrastination and waiting. And I'm really going to sit on my hands and I'm really just going to do enough for me to look like an entrepreneur, but not enough for me to actually become a successful entrepreneur. At the end of the day, I think patience is a scapegoat that a lot of us have, have used. And I'm talking to myself too, so don't get offended. Uh, I've used patience for a long time as a scapegoat for not anning up, for not putting on my big girl panties and handling my business. And I'm done with this patience thing. I'm done. I am a sprinter by nature. I am no longer apologizing for it. I am running the race and I'm just going to act like it's done. I'm going to act like it's done. I'm going to do the work. And my my goal for you, my mission in this episode was for you to understand that patience does not require that you take five years to make your business successful. And patience does not require that you go through every minute step in order for you to be worthy enough to succeed. You can succeed right now, right where you are. You can succeed. You could, you clear six figures with a small, tiny email list. You can get to where you want to go, but you've got to decide that you can get there first and you've got to go all in. You cannot do the mediocre average thing. If you're going to really do this and you're going to do this quickly, it's going to be because you go all out day after day, after day, after day until, and if you get off the, well, how long is the until? If you get off the, well, I'm going to give this business a year. And if it doesn't work, I'll figure something. If you if you can give up all of those ultimatums and just get down to doing the work and enjoy it, you'll figure out infinite patience produces immediate results. Every time, every single time. All right, everybody, listen, uh, I've got this new free training, this new audio training that's called the obstacle is the way. 
how to find clarity, courage, and commitment to a business dream you're afraid to pursue. If you've got a business dream you're afraid to pursue, if you've been thinking about this business, or maybe you, you know you built the website last year, but you haven't really done anything with it, or you got one client, but you're afraid to actually go out and get more, you probably need some clarity, courage, and commitment. And you're probably ready to deal with your fear. So download the free audio training. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash obstacle audio. Again, that's tinyurl.com forward slash obstacle audio. In that free audio training, I teach you how to make the obstacle the way, how to find clarity, courage, and commitment to a business dream you're afraid to pursue, how to deal with your fear, essentially, and how do you deal with your fear and at the same time, find that clarity, courage, and commitment. All right, everybody, I will talk to you on the next episode. Oh, and the next episode of She Runs the Show, let me just say this, probably won't be till Thursday. So typically She Runs the Show is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, this week, it will probably come out on Thursday, and then there will be an episode on Friday or Saturday. Just a heads up on that in case you're looking for the next episode on Wednesday. It will more than likely be Thursday, possibly Friday. I might do a double decker and release two on Friday. So just so you know. All right, everybody, have a wonderful, amazing week. Show up today massively, like powerfully all in a force to be reckoned with Jedi lightsaber Leo tendencies. If you're a Leo, if you're not a Leo, take on some Leo energy today and show up, show up. All right. I'll talk to you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs>